Support for this podcast comes from Planned Parenthood. It's hard to imagine a world where we leave future generations with fewer rights and freedoms. Since the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills aimed at blocking people from getting the essential sexual and reproductive care they need, including abortion. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves access to care. And with supporters like you, they can reclaim our rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future to learn more and support their cause. For myself and many others, I feel it's fair to say it's always fun to talk about the Atlanta Braves the day after they get a needed victory. But while I can only speak for myself, I can say with confidence that it's exciting as hell to talk about the Atlanta Braves the day after they not only get their biggest win of the season, it comes via their biggest swing of the season on a game-winning home run off the bat of Ozzy Albies, and as a result, they earn a share of the NL East Division lead. That is correct. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source covering your NL East leading, though it's via a tie, your NL East leading Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find all of the great content from Talking Chop via TalkingChop.com as well as at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. You can find myself at Stats, S-A-C on Twitter. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you not only are having a terrific Thursday, but you have a smile on your face from a great, great night for Braves fans everywhere. When it comes to the Braves, here is the latest from Atlanta. So obviously going into last night's game, the Braves had a great opportunity in front of them, an opportunity they had been working through a lot of struggles to get to in the fact that they had the opportunity to get into a first-place tie in the NL East with the Philadelphia Phillies. And it was great for them to be in this position. Having won six out of their last seven, they did a great job of being able to find a way to beat Sonny Gray via Adam Duvall, Drew Smiley, and the bullpen stepping up on Tuesday evening. The Braves were ready to get right back to work on Wednesday night. Now, one thing that stood out about the Braves, even with their alternating win-loss record-setting streak of games three weeks into the second half of the season, as well as winning six out of their last seven, the Braves have become consistently better, or better better at consistently getting runs early in games. That's something that has certainly stood out about this Braves offense, especially with the deadline additions that they made to the outfield and overall. Well, that was the theme of the game early on Wednesday night. The Braves were able to once again score early and often. Five runs via two RBI doubles from Austin Riley, a two-run homer from Guillermo Heredia, and a sacrifice fly from Dansby Swanson. That allowed for Tukey Desant to have more than enough support to be able to put on another really good performance. Though he wasn't as dominant as he was in his first two starts this season, he did more than enough, obviously, to keep the Reds off the board for the first five innings of the game. Well, unfortunately, Tassant ran into a bit of trouble in the sixth inning. At the top of the sixth inning, the Reds were able to get three straight hits without recording an out. Unfortunately, one of those hits was a two-run home run off the bat of Joey Votto, and that allowed for the Reds to make the score 5-2, to two, and thus Tuki Tassant exited the game. Now, overall, 
Tassant did very well. Five innings, only allowed the two runs on the home run, three walks, five strikeouts. While Waskar Yanoa and Ian Anderson are on their way back soon from their rehab assignments, Tuki Tassant has shown more than enough, in my opinion, to in some way, shape, or form be considered a reliable arm, whether it be in the rotation or the bullpen. Now, he may get optioned back down, but he did, He has done more than enough to campaign for himself to keep a roster spot on this Braves roster for the remainder of the season. Well, once Toussaint gave up the two-run home run to Votto, the Braves' bullpen went right back to work. Jesse Chavez did a great job of silencing the Reds in the top of the sixth, in the top of the seventh. Chris Martin ran into a little bit of trouble, though he recorded two outs. The Reds had runners on first and second with Mike Moustakas coming to the plate. Just as he did last night, though, the Braves called on Tyler Matzik. On Tuesday night, Matzik struck out Joey Votto in a crucial situation. Tonight, he did the same thing to Mike Moustakas to keep the score at 5-2. Unfortunately, that's where the Braves bullpen started to run into some trouble. Luke Jackson allowed an RBI double to allow for the Reds to cut the score to 5-3. to three. And then, unfortunately, in his, the second time over his past three outings, Will Smith blew a save. It was the exact same situation as the top of the sixth inning. Joey Votto, a two-run home run, his second two-run two home run of the game, tied the score at 5 for the Reds. And just an unfortunate development. Though the Braves' bullpen has been absolutely outstanding over the past month, it once again, in the third time in the past four games, the Braves' bullpen gave up three or more runs, and they were not able to allow for Atlanta to hold on to the lead. And when the Braves were not able to deliver in the bottom of the ninth inning, they once again went into extra innings. And as we all know, extra innings has certainly not been friendly to the Braves this season, and it looked like that was going to be the case once again. Though Richard Rodriguez did a great job silencing the Reds in the top of the 10th, the Braves could not take advantage of it in the bottom of the inning. Well, then Edgar Santana allowed an RBI single to Kyle Farmer, but didn't allow for the Reds to score any runs in the top of the 11th. Well, in the bottom of the 11th inning, the Braves worked it to where they had runners on first and second with two outs. A big reason why was due to a very good at bat from Jock Peterson, who worked the count well, thought that he had an opportunity on a really good 3-0 pitch to put it in play with command. It didn't work out, but he worked his way. Though the count went from 3-0 to 3-2, Peterson earned a walk, and it was a needed walk because it brought all Ozzie Albies to the plate. And with one swing, Ozzie Albies created the best victory of the season for the Atlanta Braves. An 8-6 come-from-behind victory on the last at-bat via a three-run homer from Ozzie Albies. And the great thing about it is this, is that this victory, in my opinion, reminded me, this made me feel like the 2018, 19, and 2020 version of the Braves. Teams that showed great confidence and resourcefulness despite whatever situation they faced late in games. This victory last night reminded me of many of the victories that the Braves had had over the past three years when they were confident and resourceful at still being able to find success no matter what situation they ran into late in games. While this version of the Braves certainly is not as talented as those teams, 
with the roster additions that have happened via trades and with the talents that are coming back via injury, this is a significantly more talented and deep version of the Braves than they were even a month ago. And it's more than capable enough for win to winning the NL East, and it now finds itself in a position to do exactly that, as it is now tied with the Phillies, as now the Braves are tied with the Phillies for first place in the NL East division with full confidence and a manageable schedule to take full control of the division and make the most of the rest of their season going forward. Support for this podcast comes from Planned Parenthood. Your body is your own. That's why Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Today, lawmakers who oppose abortion are challenging Planned Parenthood. Affordable, high-quality basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. Planned Parenthood believes that health care is a basic human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect our right to control our own bodies. They also work tirelessly to oppose the onslaught of new policies aimed at interfering with personal decisions best left to patients and their doctors. They won't give up and they won't back down. You can join Planned Parenthood in the fight to help make sure that the next generation can decide their own futures. The organization needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, they can reclaim our rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit plannedparenthood.org future to learn more and support their cause. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So as the Braves look to their game tonight against the Cincinnati Reds, hoping to earn another series sweep against an NL Central team, the Braves have now won seven out of their past eight games. But the thing about it is this, is that this is the type of stretch that myself and others had mentioned the Braves were going to need to, to earn, they were going to need to achieve due to the fact that they could not take better advantage of that nine-game and eight-day stretch that they played against the Phillies and the Mets towards the end of July. Well, now the Braves have taken care of business. They've won seven out of eight games and have the opportunity tonight to earn another series sweep as Kyle Muller takes them out against Vladimir Gutierrez. But one thing that has certainly stood out to support this Braves team, despite their bats and despite the starting lineup, is the bullpen. We've talked about it. The Braves have arguably had a top five bullpen in the majors over the past month. Success for the Braves bullpen as a unit has come from the individual success of many relievers in the Braves' bullpen. You've seen in their short time in Atlanta, Jesse Chavez and Rick Rodriguez do an absolutely wonderful job in terms of whatever situation they're called upon to pitch in. You've seen others step up as well at different times over the past four to six weeks. But perhaps the player or the pitcher who has been most impressive is Tyler Matzik. Now, probably Matzik's most memorable performance so far this season actually was not positive at all. It was when, unfortunately, he produced multiple walks against the Pittsburgh Pirates and wound up 
losing the game to the Pirates when the Braves really needed to take advantage of a trip to Pittsburgh in order to hopefully make up um, room, make up ground in the NL East. But since that time frame, Tyler Matzik, who numbers suggested may start to fall off due to the fact that sticky substances could no longer be used in the majors. While Tyler Matzik initially struggled after that occurrence, he also quickly found his groove. Over his past 15 games, Tyler Matzik has pitched, or going into last night, Tyler Matzik has pitched 13 innings. He has allowed four hits, one earned run, and struck out 16 batters. He has a he had a .69 ERA over his past 15 outings before last night's critical strikeout of Mike Moustakas. Tyler Matzik has absolutely been on the same level that he was in 2020, and it could not have come at a more needed time for him to once again emerge as a reliable option in high-leverage situations. Unfortunately, on the flip side, the same cannot be said of Will Smith, who over his past seven games coming into last night's appearance against the Reds, in over the past seven game over his past seven games in which he's appeared, in seven innings he is he had allowed seven hits as well as five earned runs. Of course, the most memorable being the three runs that he gave up this past Wednesday night in blowing the save in a loss to the Nationals. Well, last night, Will Smith ran into the same issue. Another home run, a two-run home run this time off the bat of Joey Votto. So at the end of the day, though there likely will continue to be defined roles in the Braves' bullpen, you have to start to wonder just how confident the Braves are in Will Smith in that closer's role. At the end of the day, the goal is to match up your best relief talents against your opponent's best hitters, regardless of where you are in the game. But regardless of it, if Brian Snicker and his staff want to mix and match their approach going forward, or if they want to have an established hierarchy, you really have to start to think that Will Smith may not right now be your best option against the other team's best hitters, and names such as Richard Rodriguez and Tyler Matzik may need to be used more in those high-leverage situations, especially when we're coming to the time of the season where each win is so critical. Obviously, it was a great night to be a Braves fan. It obviously was another great night in which the offense stepped up, the starting pitching did its job, and the bullpen wound up doing just enough in order to get put the Braves in a position to win the game. A great win, a great development for the Braves to now be once again at the top of the NL East tied with the Phillies, and another great opportunity tonight for the Braves to take advantage of a series sweep and potentially gaining sole possession of first place in the NL East division as Kyle Muller goes out and faces Vladimir Gutierrez. Of course, we can't thank you enough for joining this edition of The Daily Chop, part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. You can find the other great podcasts through Talking Chop, the Road to Atlanta podcast, as well as the Talking Chop podcast itself. All of that can be found with the great written content over at TalkingChop.com, as well as through at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. My name is Sean Coleman. It was an absolutely wonderful night last night, a memorable moment for Ozzy Albies and this resurgent 2021 Braves team. My name's Sean Coleman. It's been a pleasure talking with you. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Obviously, make sure you go listen, review, and subscribe to all of the great content from the Talking Chop Podcast Network. Until next time, we'll talk to you again soon. Go Braves, and hopefully the next time we talk to you, it will be in regards to the sole possession 
of the Bra the Braves having sole possession of first place in the NL East. Have a terrific Thursday. Support for this podcast comes from Planned Parenthood. It's hard to imagine a world where we leave future generations with fewer rights and freedoms. Since the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills aimed at blocking people from getting the essential sexual and reproductive care they need, including abortion. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves access to care. And with supporters like you, they can reclaim our rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit plannedparenthood.org slash future to learn more and support their cause.